Episode 11. What is happening? September 20th, 2020. Ciao. Just like the music man said, I say we got trouble, 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 right here in River City. City, 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 city. If I thought the world was going crazy in March when Corona hit, causing a major reset with everything to do with living, it is a truly insane world now with all that's been happening since then. I've shared about my ability to adapt to life-changing events that have slowed me down and made me, more, make me, made me make lemonade out of lemons. I've even talked about the fact that after five months, I was starting to lose my hold on being creative and patient with how long things have been going on with COVID. But now, in month six, and fast approaching month seven, I am really about to lose it with what's going on now. Listen to me. I am normally not a cussing person, but 2020 has been a bitch of a year and we have three more months to go. We've had the pandemic, the televised and or videoed killings of black men and women by white officers and self-deputized white men, most of whom are met with impunity. There was even one time when a black man, I think, walked up to a police car, shot the two inside and ran away. Another shooting story I heard recently was about postal workers being shot. Now we have wildfires in California and Oregon burning land the size of New Jersey. People are having to evacuate and find that they got away just in time before their homes were engulfed in flames. The sky 3,000 miles away is gray now because of the smoke. Then the hurricane season hit and poor Louisiana was once again a target. But its side partner Texas got hit too. The forecast for more hurricanes sees several more on the horizon. And one reporter said after Sally, Teddy, Vicki, and Wilfred hit, they will run out of names and have to use the Greek alphabet. On the East Coast, we have had rain like I have never seen before. I might have to change my middle name to Noah because I certainly have been working around my yard and house trying to escape the overflow. Tornadoes are settling down in places or setting down in places normally safe from such disasters. But the Washington DC leadership doesn't recognize climate change. To California, he said, don't worry, it will get cooler. Child, please. As I read this episode to you, the number of people who have died from COVID in the United States is about to reach 200,000. Almost 7 million in America and 30.5 million around the world have been diagnosed. But folks are still debating whether wearing a mask and keeping six feet apart is a violation of their civil rights. The school superintendents, College presidents and chancellors are torn between opening the buildings so that regular teaching can take place while potentially spreading the virus or continue to teach virtually and not be able to reach the students who were probably unreachable in person. The political season has ramped up since the two conventions have taken place and everybody who ever worked in or near the White House in the last three and a half years is writing a book. I know the publishing business is booming as much as the toilet paper making ones. 
Lies are being uncovered like pulling back a torn tarp over a big swimming pool, revealing a lot of dead insects when we hoped the water was clean. Yet support for a man who has no scruples, who can read a teleprompter without twitching, and who is easily intimidated by anyone above the third grade who is smarter than he, seemingly continues. One couple in Arizona was asked why they support I call him the fool in the White House. The husband, standing more forefront than his wife, responded, Well, I support him because he is pro-life. I can argue the racism part, but not pro-life. His wife rapidly nodded in agreement. I guess they are blinded by this one issue and can't see the whole picture and how the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Recently, I saw a statistical chart highlighting that 4% of those polled don't believe things are going so badly. They must be the ones living on Wall Street or on the same street as that couple. There are loads of fear and uncertainty in the air. Each time some social focus is placed on an issue with what isn't working, people seem to get easily confused and stupid. If the focus is on Black Lives Matter, people think that the protesters are saying no one else's life matters, even while we continue to see, while we only see Blacks of any hue taken down, beaten, shot, or killed by whites. If the slogan says, defund the police, folks take the protesters to mean we don't need police, rather than see the need for retraining or to redistribute funding to put in place more appropriate protective support. The world has changed. In every profession, it is more complex to operate. I say let the way policing is done be the model for transformation. I am trying to stay calm and centered, but it is getting harder and harder. I listen to soundscapes on my Verizon TV subscription. The music is soft and centering. The channel also selects philosophical quotes from famous people to remind viewers of what's really important. I have been attending a mindful meditation class over Zoom and Zooming chair yoga. I take long walks and am very comfortable with the onslaught of fall weather. I talk to my bushes as I trim them, as well as my houseplants as I water them. I'll find a movie with a heartfelt message and feel balanced. Doing these things have kept me from feeling like the little butterfly in a knick-knack on my accent table that faces the family room cases, casement windows. When the sun hits it just right, its wings flap in warp speed. That's what I'm trying to do to stay above the din. Flap my wings so that I don't come tumbling to the ground, hitting my head, and succumb to the thinking that four more years of what I've had these last three, or even these last six months, are what we need. Perhaps I am focused too much on all the things going wrong, glaring wrongs. I am used to the subtle wrongs, both historically as well as present day. Wrongs that I've learned began with the origins of this nation. Too many to mention in this episode. I am trying to keep under 20 minutes. And of course, the recent wrongs that I've mentioned earlier. I do have some hope. 
I am encouraged by the young people who have found their voice and are speaking out, especially the black women in the arts. Ava DuVernay continues to direct stories revealing the truth about five boys imprisoned wrongfully for a Central Park rape. Janelle Monet and Gabare Sidibe are starring in a new movie about the modern-day South and the effects of slavery. It's called Antebellum. Then there is Stacey Ab Abrams, who is raising all kinds of consciousness about the freedoms black people are being denied. You might, you might remember, child, how the election for governor in Georgia was stolen from her. Kerry Washington is doing some great things, too. She hosted one night of the Democratic National Convention and is an activist promoting awareness of violence against young women and girls. And I know there is hope in having Kamala Harris running for Vice President of the United States. But just this weekend, I lost a little hope when seven minutes before my Jeopardy! program was to end, it was interrupted with breaking news. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the notorious RBG, the fighter for women's rights and equal justice for all, the Supreme Court justice that I hoped would hang on until after the election, died at 87. Her tiny little body at barely five feet could no longer fight the internal cancer as well as she could the external cancers we now live with. My heart sank all the way to the bottom of my solar plexus. I immediately thought about doomsday. What more can happen, child? I listened to the pundits that night speak of the little giant's accomplishments and how her loss could affect the decisions of the Supreme Court, especially since the conservative side already outweighs the liberal side. And along with hundreds of federal judges who have silently been appointed throughout the land by the current administration, there could be enough time to appoint someone, a conservative, to fill the vacancy left by Justice Ginsburg. It does not surprise me of the immediate tribute paid by all to a tiny white Jewish woman who had the courage, fortitude, and knowledge to stand tall for all. She lived her life with purpose, passion, and principles. Perhaps that's the difference in being a liberal versus a conservative who wants the status quo where only the white wealthy can get justice. And yet, what's embossed at the top of the building the justices work in is equal justice for all. I turned off the TV. I spent some time mulling over the sad news and the implications for b more bad stuff to happen. I said out loud, God, what does this all mean? How much more do we have to take? Then I thought, okay, maybe this is all part of the plan to get us back on track. Maybe losing people like Elijah Cummings, John Lewis, Chadwick Boseman, John Thompson Sr., Stanley Crouch, and now Ruth Ginsburg in just one year are necessary losses for the master plan. Kind of like losing my queen in a chess game solely to position and fortify my attack on my opponent's strategy. Chess is like playing a game of war. This war on decency and humanity and peace and justice is raging on far too long for me. 
When I worked as a graduate assistant at the National Agricultural Library while a student at the School of Library and Information Science, a black woman spoke to me several times about the spiritual warfare that was taking place. The lady had a scary look about her, and I felt the best way to react was to be polite. That encounter happened in the early 90s. Maybe she was a few decades ahead of what certainly some kind of warfare in 2020. I can't make sense of all that's happening. It doesn't fit my logical mind at all. Something Reverend Sylvia from Unity Washington DC said this morning made me think I might not be fully dressed in the armor of God. That missing garment I, might, I, might, I need might be faith, the faith of God. Now, I can't spout scripture like some of my more saved friends, but what came to my mind that evening when I heard the news about RBG was an answer to my question to God about what is happening. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. I remembered that God, Jehovah, Spirit, Jehovah Jireh, Allah, whatever name people use for the spiritual essence that vibrates in the earthy realm of our existence, that this essence is in control. During a meditation session the next day, I started feeling lighter as tithes of church songs came to my consciousness, as titles of church songs came to my consciousness. Jesus, be a fence all around me every day also another one walk in the light beautiful light walk where the dew drops of mercy shine bright my breathing became easy easier deeper each inhale and exhale lasted longer between cycles. I felt myself rising above the din. Like Elijah, John, and George Floyd, Ruth Bader Ginsburg had completed her task. Her job was done. All of the recent and sudden deaths might be wake-up calls for us, and without these shocks, many of us would sit on our laurels and wait for someone else to take charge, all the while whining and complaining wringing our hands and gorging ourselves in food and desserts. Child, if you have been feeling like I have these last few months, try to find peace in the midst of this 2020 storm. Pay attention. Think. Vote. Love. And pray. These are our weapons that we can use to make it through the day. It seems we are in this for the long haul. My hope is that on November 4th or 5th, or whatever time in November the election results are officially in, we can see some relief, and I can sing another church song. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. The storm is passing over. Hallelujah. But God is in control.
but God is in control. I am going to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. I believe it is all being worked out for my good, for our good. I believe it is all being worked out for my good, for our good. I believe it is all being worked out for my good, for our good. Namaste. Till next time.